<coughs> Is everyone okay? I'm all right. Gwen? I'm good. What happened? I'm no expert, but I think the storm last night tore our ship apart. You mean we've been shipwrecked? I guess it wasn't a dream then, huh? I don't think so, Sam. Thank goodness we seem to have found land. Do you know where we are already? Besides a desert island? We can't be too far off course from where we're headed. How can you be so sure? I can't, but it's best we stay positive. Positive? We're stranded here, Sam? True, but look around. There's gotta be stuff around here that can help us survive until people come looking for us. Like what? Sticks? Maybe. Anything is useful, Artie. If you say so. I'll look along the shore. I'll look in the tree line. And I'll look in this big crate. Crate? Open it! Okay. Jackpot! There's food in here! And blankets! And a tent? Is that a radio? It's everything we need until we're rescued! Do you think the radio works? Why don't you try it? Okay. Hey Gwen, what's going on? Hey Artie, not much. Mr. Jacobs said I could borrow some of his school supplies. He's in the attic getting them for me. Mr. Jacobs still has school supplies? I think he got them for us kids. He's nice like that. Cool. Is anyone else here? Sam's by the radio. She was reading a book last time I saw her. Alright. What you reading, Sam? Oh, hi Artie. It's a book about people who got shipwrecked. Swiss Family Robinson. It looks really old. Kinda. If you ask me, it's a little weird. What do you mean? Well, this family has everything. Nothing terrible happens to them. Besides getting shipwrecked. Right, but besides that, they built houses, train animals, go hunting. Are there any pirates? Not yet, but I haven't gotten that far in the book yet. Hmm, and just when it was sounding like it was an interesting book. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. That's alright. I think I'll listen to the radio for a while. Fine by me. Alright, so there's markers, paper, notebooks, staples, a stapler, a pack of pencils, and a pencil sharpener. Is that all you need, Gwen? Yeah, thanks Mr. Jacobs. That's a lot of school supplies, Gwen. Do you really need all of those things? Well, yeah. I mean, I need to be ready for anything when it comes to school, Sam. I've got a calculator in case there's a physics test, notebooks so if I have too many things to remember I can write them down, the stapler for if I need to staple something, and staples if I have to staple a lot of things. What if you make a mistake on a quiz? Erasers. In pen. Whiteout. Big test coming up. Flashcards. Huh, you really do sound like you've got everything for any situation. Told you already, it pays to be prepared. I think you might be a little over-prepared. How are you going to find what you need when you need it? Bag organizer. See? Impressive. Yep. With this bag, I'm ready for anything. I have everything I need. Hmm. What's the matter? Did you need something else? Well, it's just that with all these things, it's going to be really hard to carry my backpack around. Ooh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, it looks pretty heavy. You might want to get rid of some of that stuff. I can't do that. I have everything I need in this bag. If I give up any of this stuff, it could mean disaster. Hmm, sounds familiar. What's familiar, Mr. Jacobs? Oh, I was just thinking about how a lot of the time we put our trust in things. I know that sometimes I feel like I need more stuff to be happy and feel safe. 
But the one I should be trusting instead is God. And you have a drama script about that? I just might. Be right back. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the fantastic drama, The Pack Rat, an adapted biblical parable about treasure. Way down yonder in the big red barn by the creek that flows out of the duck pond just past the Wilson place, there lived a rat. Hello there. Now, this rat was a very lazy rat and often went hungry in the winter. That is, until he met a squirrel. Hey there. You don't look like you feel too good. Are you okay? I'm a little hungry. I haven't eaten for a while. I found a candle last February that filled me up for a while. Don't you store up for winter? The squirrel went on to explain that she always stored at least four pounds of seed to feed her through the winter, and she suggested the rat do the same. That sounds like a great idea. I can store it in the bucket under the stairs. And so he did. After a month of scampering around, he had enough food to last him for the next winter. Then he had an idea. That was a lot of hard work. I don't want to do that every year. I have a plan. What do you have in mind? I'll save up for five winners. That way I can just eat, sleep, and be happy for the rest of my life. That's a little extreme. The rat did run into a little problem, though. How are you going to fit all that seed in this little bucket? I'll use that big bucket in that pen over there. It's perfect. It's low to the ground and really long, almost like it was supposed to hold seeds. The rat spent the rest of his summer gathering seeds and putting them in the long, low bucket. When he had finished, he curled up in his rat nest and fell asleep, quite happy with himself. But the next morning, the farmer came into the barn with a truckload of crates. Well, boys, before we unload these chickens, we better... Well, now, looks like somebody's already filled the feeding trough. All right, boys, let them in. No, stop. It was no use. Before he could do anything, the chickens ate up all of his feed. So much for never having to work again. The moral is to not put your faith in things. It is smart to save up for the times of need, but if you think having things will keep you safe from the problems of this world, you'll have another thing coming. Is everything all right, Sam? Oh, you know, just thinking about what we've been talking about today. Ah, and you have a question about it. Maybe. I know the Bible does tell us that we shouldn't be concerned with getting more stuff because it's not going to last. But where does it say that? Matthew 6, I think. There are other places, but I can't remember them right now. Luke 12 and Colossians 3, 2 are a couple of good places to look. Yeah, anyway, I just got to thinking. If getting stuff isn't important, then why does God give it to us? Interesting question, Sam. And do you have an interesting answer, Mr. Jacobs? <laughs> I'll see what I can do, Artie. The Bible tells us in those verses that we need to realize that stuff here on Earth isn't going to be around forever. But that doesn't mean that they aren't important. In places like Luke 3 and 1 John 3, God tells us if we have things, we need to share them with people who don't. By using our belongings to show God's love to others, we're not only obeying Him, but we are showing Him that we can be trusted with more. So then we can use that to show God's love. Which will show He can trust us with more. So then we can use that. <laughs> I get it, guys. Thanks for clearing that up, Mr. Jacobs. 
My pleasure, Sam. Well, with all of that in mind, I might not need this much stuff for school. But would you mind if I gave some of it to kids who don't have a lot in my class, Mr. Jacobs? That would be fine, Gwen. And if you run out, I've got more where that came from. That'd be great. And the same goes to you, Artie. If you know anyone who needs supplies, let me know. Huh. I'll have to keep my eyes open. I guess I never thought to see if anyone needed anything. That's the big thing about helping people in need. You need to pay attention. If you don't, your chances of helping them might slip by. That's true, Sam. Well, I'm going to head out to the Old Forest Bridge. Bailey wanted my help building a fort. That sounds really cool. Maybe I'll join you after I get some of these school supplies home. See you then. I'd better get going too. Want me to turn off the radio, Mr. Jacobs? That would be great. Thanks.